Row Along, a friendly voice in your ear to motivate, coach and entertain you through each indoor rowing workout as we row along together. I set the stroke rate and the training pace based on your current 2,000 metre time. Just set your monitor to just row and start and stop when I tell you. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com. Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today it's day 19 of the 30 days of 30 minute workouts and what we're going to do today is a mid-intensity workout. Okay so what that means is we're going to be pushing the intensity a little bit. You're going to have to kind of put in a little bit of effort to get there. Certainly more than a bottom tier but nowhere near the amount of effort you would need if this was a max top tier effort. Okay so how we're going to do is we're going to split our 30 minute workout into six minute intervals but it's still going to be a solid 30 minute workout. If you're programming this on ErgZone, it's going to be there as a 30 minute workout, but just with six minute um, splits to it. Okay. So how you're going to do it is you're going to do these at 18, 22, 26 strokes a minute, and then back down the other side of the pyramid, 22, 18 strokes a minute. Okay. So it's just going to go up and down. And that's going to make you kind of work progressively harder. And then you, down the other side of it, you're going to kind of be recovering, but it's still going to be hard work because you'll have done a 26 stroke a minute workout because your pace is going to go up and down too. So you're going to start at 18 strokes a minute and 2K plus 20 pace. Then that 22 strokes a minute is going to be five seconds faster, 2K plus 15. And the 26 strokes a minute is going to be at 2K plus 10 pace, five seconds faster. But then you're going to back off the pace on the way back down again, okay? So like I say, this is going to take you up into the intensity you're going to have to work hard but then you get released from that intensity on the way back down so it should go nowhere near a top but it's certainly going to feel like a mid intensity workout okay that mid kind of uh you're going to have to work with that uh embracing the hardship okay so that's what today's workout is okay so we're going to get into our four minute warm-up as we always do head to the straight head to the straight head straight to the front of the machine and set your drag factor on a concept two first i set mine to run about 120 125 i also have a video on this youtube channel if you want to watch to see what uh, drag factor is and some ideas where you might want to set it if you're not in a concept two and you're able to adjust your resistance then please set it to a point where you can get a good weight from the stroke but you don't have to heave against it if you're on a water rower then because you're having to fill the tank on stuff i'm kind of hoping that you've already worked out what your drag factor should be all right next up if you can go to your monitor and set it to eye heights you're not looking up and you're look, not looking down which destroys your posture slightly and finally if you can set those foot stretcher heights then please set it to a point when you can get to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically comfortably too low you're going to go flying straight past and hyperextend things too high you might not quite get into that vertical position all right so our four minute warm up, we're going to do this at 18 strokes a minute and our pace is for, to start anyway is just going to be a, enough of a push from your feet that you can think about the power coming from your legs going into your hands and then we'll increase up to around about 2k plus 20 pace. Okay, here we go then. In three, two, one, let's go. Ugh. So like I say, just enough of a push that it doesn't feel like a really weak stroke, but I don't want you to think too much about pace. What I want you to think about is that you are pushing your legs, your feet into the machine at the same time that your hands connect the handle to the machine, whatever it is that you're using, whether it's a water wheel or a flywheel or who knows, a dynamo. 
but you want to make sure that push and the connection happen at the same time in order to get the power from your legs into the machine there's no point sliding to the front and putting in a good push if you can't get that power in and if you push your feet too soon then your backside escapes from underneath you leaking power and if you pull too soon then you're not quite able to snap in that light leg power and you're using your arms in a way that you don't really need to be using them so as you continue to work on that timing increase your pace to run about 2k plus 20 now all this 2k plus stuff I say is based around your 2k training pace and you find that by rowing a 2 kilometer time trial and dividing the resulting time by 4 that gives you the average time to cover 500 meters across your 2k time trial and that's your 2k training pace so if the average is 2 minutes and I say 2k plus 20 then you row at 220 pace right put one foot on the ground continue rowing with one leg strapped in Now, if you feel I raced through that 2k training pace thing then it is in the description to this video just saying what it is how to work it out why you use it but it is important to set your training brackets if nothing else change feet just so you know how to set your intensity for what is a a gentle easy row the bottom tier ones or one like today which is a mid-tier or those max effort ones you need some kind of a base reference a consistent reference that you can work from based on your power not my power your power right both feet in legs straight row with your back and arms so swing over your hips pull in your arms and then out with your arms swing back over your hips so your back is rocking from a forward lean to a backwards lean over your hips so you're just swinging over your hips you're not bending in crumpling your back okay one more here and then let's roll to the front of the machine arms straight forward lean and just push out with your feet Try and keep a good posture here with that tilt over your hips with your back keep those arms straight and don't push too hard with your feet so I want you to just think about holding that position as you drive out from the front and getting the push of your feet at the same time that your hands connect I'm going to do one more even though I'm at zero there we go and that's us done with the warm-up so move up and down the rail have a quick drink while I describe one more time what it is hang on drink what it is that we're doing today oh see something strange in my microphone cable it's happened yesterday as well I guess I'm moving across my back it's because I run the cable down, the, down my back I guess I'm moving over and it's yanking on the little headset microphone thing 
Don't worry, I'm just flanneling to give you enough time to have a drink and things. It's all designed this way. Let's hope that doesn't continue. Anyway, sorry. Tech department is... The sound department's lacking. Um, anyway, so what we're doing today... Um, <laughs> she still messes around with this microphone cable. Um, what we're doing today... There we go. Is our 30 minutes is going to be split into six-minute um, splits or six-minute intervals, but there was with zero rest in between. So that still, by the time you have five of these, still works out as a half-hour row that if you wish to, you can rank at the end of this on the Concept2 logbook if you're rowing on a Concept2. Sorry, I'm not ignoring you. I'm not texting someone. I'm just loading this in through, <laughs> through ErgZone. Um, so yeah, so the first of these splits, you're going to row at 18 strokes per minute and at 2K plus 20 pace. Then you go up to 22 strokes a minute and 5 seconds faster, 2K plus 15. And then you go 5 seconds faster at 26 strokes a minute. And that takes you to the top of the pyramid. And then you're going to go back down the other end by slowing down to 22 strokes a minute and 2K plus 15. And then 18 strokes a minute and 2K plus 10 pace. Now don't worry if you're 1 or 2 seconds off or if you wobble during the row or if you can't quite hit that pace to the 26. The point here is that you are trying, you're striving to be able to hit these paces. This is why this is called training. This isn't called... Uh, the final big show game result thing. If you're uncomfortable at 26 strokes a minute, then use today's session as a way to get comfortable at 26. The same applies for the 18s. If you're not comfortable rowing at 18 strokes a minute, then today's session, because you hit that interval twice, hopefully is going to get you a little bit closer to being able to be comfortable rowing at 18 strokes a minute. Yes, watch, I am rowing. And it's going to shout at me in a minute and say, have you stopped rowing? Uh, right, I'm going to have one last drink and then we're going to get into this. Starting off at 18 strokes per minute and at 2k plus 20 pace. Okay, you ready for this? Good. Here we go then. In three, two, one, let's go. This week, or this, the past few sessions anyway, I've been a bit more about the 18 strokes a minute. So hopefully, as we glide into today's row, you're a bit more used to rowing at 18 if it's something that you're not that comfortable with. And there is a real value to these low stroke rate rows. By slowing things down, gives you a chance to work on your technique, but also it lets the, that real kind of core fitness side of you build up a little bit. The low heart rate, low intensity rowing is how you build your foundation fitness. And although today we kind of, we leave that zone once we go into the 22s, and definitely the 26. That's not to say that the 18s today don't have value. Because like I say, they'll give you time to work on technique. But also, hopefully they'll take you a step closer to getting into the right rhythm and flow to really 
understand and enjoy these 18s. Because if you're doing them right, they're not easy. It's not like it's a walk in the park to hit your pace at 2k plus 20 pace at such a low stroke rate you still have to put in a good old push with the legs it's still a powerful shove into the machine because you're recovering and the flywheel is slowing down loads over the amount of time that the stroke recovery takes so this should still feel powerful and rewarding from that point of view but because the stroke rate is so low it shouldn't really tax your cardio system too much you shouldn't find your heart rate skyrocketing and that flow thing is the key here and there's loads of different things to come together for it there's your actual technique when rowing there's the rhythm between drive phase and recovery and then there's the flow through the different stages of your stroke and they all come together to allow you to comfortably row at 18 so if you find it difficult to keep the stroke rate this low or you find it difficult to hit the pace at this stroke rate it could well be that one of those aspects is lacking whether it's technique ratio or flow I mean they do obviously feed into each other well these techniques certainly makes a difference for both ratio and flow right so we have less than a minute to go on this 18 strokes a minute interval before we increase five seconds pace and up to 22 strokes a minute now really this is about putting in more of a push from your legs okay I've got such an itchy nose today so a harder push should result in a faster drive speed 
and that will help your stroke rate increase and your pace too okay last stroke here here we go then 22 strokes a minute so more of a push from your feet oh. and what should happen is that you will add more force into the machine in terms of power so your pace will go up anyway but because of that increased drive speed that you've got if you have a good fluid 2 to 1 ratio between drive speed and recovery you should find that quite easily your stroke rate has increased and as always if you're a little bit lost just follow along with me on the video or the whoosh of my flywheel if you're listening to this on the podcast but hopefully now that we're a minute and a half into this interval you've already hit your rhythm you don't really need any external reference to hit your rate and pace but I do talk about pace especially pace attenuation as being controlled by the legs that you push harder with the legs or softer if you're slowing down I don't say pull harder on the handle because that's not what we're trying to do here your force from your legs goes through the handle obviously but you're not actually pulling until the end and I know well I know a few rowers who swear blind that they need to pull right from the start on the handle or they wouldn't have the pace they have but I still just think what would happen if you pushed with the legs first and then finished with that arm pull surely you'd be quicker but you know what there is a reluctance to change technique especially if you are going relatively fast anyway it's only if you have specific issues either 
that you've hit a ceiling in terms of your pace or you're getting injured that's when it tends to force your hand and you change I mean if I didn't keep on getting intercostal issues five years ago who knows whether I would have started to look more importantly at my stroke I mean I was already rowing 640 2Ks and even with some work on my technique I only really increased that by three seconds but I stopped getting injured and that was the key for me was reducing the amount of time off that I had to take due to rib issues or intercostal issues all right 45 seconds to go on this second split before we increase again up to 26 strokes per minute and another 5 seconds faster to 2k plus 10 remember it's all from the legs almost there two more strokes one more you ready? here we go so you should hear whatever you row on whether it's concept 2 life fitness water rower whatever you should hear the pitch of the machine increase because you're putting more power in and hopefully that increase is coming from the front as you push your feet into the machine now remember these higher stroke rates are really where rhythm comes into play and that's controlled in a really a large way by how you recover so you finish the stroke by pulling the handle into your chest but then you instantly send it straight back out again at the same pace you brought it in at so that gives you your fluid 
rhythm you're not jerking it away from you it's not hot potato but those hands away help with the forward momentum of your body and that momentum triggers that tilt back over your hips into the forward lean remember you're one o'clock at the front then 11 at the back but you quickly go back into that one o'clock again and that's by getting those hands away nice and rhythmically to help that tilt and then because your hands move away and because your upper body tilts hinges over your hips your weight shifts forwards and with that weight further onto the front of your seat all you have to do is bend your knees and you will slide to the front of the machine now try to get the handle past your knees and your body tilted forwards before you bend your knees because that sets you up in the perfect position for the start of the next stroke with straight arms and that forward lean and you don't have to do anything else to get there if you look down and notice that you're throwing the handle over your knees you're bending them too soon and that will be playing havoc with that momentum shift which helps you with these slightly higher stroke rates okay we have 20 seconds left of this fastest interval 
or faster split. Here we go. Three, two, one. Back to 22s. And five seconds slower. Try to get into your rate and pace as quickly as possible. Really, it is meant to be a little bit tough. Let's slow down. But after one or two minutes, you should settle back in to more of a comfort zone. Things will start to feel more rhythmic. Your breathing will calm down. You'll feel like the whole stroke becomes more fluid, more of a glide backwards and forwards. Remember, you still want to keep good technique, a good posture at both ends of the stroke. So that means your forward lean, but up on your sit bones at the front of the machine, shoulders <clears throat> past your hips with your hips tilted forwards and your core should be nicely braced and powerful, ready for the next stroke. If you feel like you've crumpled to the front, try to really think about being up on those sit bones. Especially if you feel like your hips are tilted backwards as you recover and come to the start of the next stroke. Try and shift that position. So rather than tucked, you want to be up, primed into the front of the machine. <clears throat> Because that posture thing is the key when it comes to 
letting the power flow through your body and into your arms and then hanging off the handle now I have spent the past couple of sessions trying to open up that concept of hanging off the handle by likening it to what it's like to hang from a pull-up bar where if you were just to jump up to a pull-up bar and hang there with your feet off the ground that's the sensation of the leg drive with arms straight if you were to hang from that bar you wouldn't be bending your arms into a half bend to try and hold yourself up you'd let yourself just hang with straight arms to give yourself the best chance of staying up there for as long as possible and I'm going to show that in tonight's form check Fridays dated 19th of November 2021 two strokes one more back down to 18s so that last six minutes of 22s will still have felt harder than the opening 22s or the second interval but you should still have managed it without crumpling and then these 18s will feel comparatively harder just because of the past 20 well 25 minutes now worth of rowing but I still want you to put in the same pace so if you are working off the effort scale whatever pace you started rowing at that you thought was 5 out of 10 this one you do at the same pace so even though the effort this time might feel closer to 6 maybe even 7 out of 10 you hold your original 
18 strokes a minute pace. This is the downside of using the effort scale. Is it's easy to kind of play with it and become kind of take it easy on yourself. That's not the point. And it's why having a 2k training pace is so vital because no matter how fatigued I may be right now in this closing 18 strokes a minute section because I'm rowing at 2k plus 20 pace which doesn't change just because I'm fatigued it gives me the training effect that I'm meant to have so like I said at the beginning this is a mid intensity workout on my pyramid and there's only three tiers and they start at 5 out of 10 because 1 out of 10 is sitting on the couch watching TV 2 out of 10 is walking to the kitchen to get more cheesy puffs 3 out of 10 is going for a walk outside 4 out of 10 is going for a walk up a slight gradient or a few lumpy hills but then 5 out of 10 is when you start doing things that put you out of breath and so 5 and 6 out of 10 is the bottom tier on my intensity pyramid <clears throat> then 7 and 8 is when it becomes hard to talk and you have to concentrate on really pushing to maintain stroke rate and pace which should be how it feels right now and then 9 and 10 out of 10 should be self-explanatory that that is top tier max workouts where you're putting everything into the row and you're really having to hold on in order to complete even if that means that you actually run out and start to fade the very fact that you've gone to max is the point and they can sometimes be single rows like a 2k or intervals like 30 seconds on 30 seconds off 
which is one of the upcoming 30 days of 30s sessions one more stroke oh. there we go oh. possibly not the most divergent conversation today I was all about technique and intensity pyramids but I think every now and then it's worthwhile doing a refresher course I've not really spoken about it properly for don't even know if I've properly explained it within these 30 days of 30s and that's what if you look at the thumbnail to this video you'll see there's always a, lit, a little chili at the bottom right hand corner and it's colour coded I'm actually going to start changing the thumbnails anyway to say it but a green chili is a bottom tier on the intensity pyramid not 1 out of 10 but 5 or 6 out of 10 bottom tier for rowing then the orange one is the mid tier when things start to get hard and then the red one he's on fire that's the max that's the top intensity workout okay so if ever you're looking for a session um, you think what do I want to do today that's all you need to do is think well I need to recover so I'll go for a bottom so just look for the little green chili and in fact I have a playlist I have playlists for all of the bottom all of the mid and all of the top so if you think that's what I want you can just go into them and just pick a session look at the descriptions see if that's kind of what sits with you today so that's how to navigate so I kind of yeah now I've diverted but that's how to navigate my things just because I've said in a previous uh, video how worried I was that people didn't treat these as um, standalone workouts and so I thought I'd better give you an explanation of how you, how you navigate them as standalones even though it's part of a 30 days of 30 minutes session or um, it's not challenge grouping let's say you can still just pluck any of them out I mean any row I do it doesn't matter whether it's part of the 500 meters the 10k the 5k the 2k both of those plans uh, this one or any, of the, or any of the actual standalone workouts just think today's a mid I'll look for the orange chili right less chat and more well more cooling down so 18 strokes a minute run about 2k plus 20 pace to start and then we'll start to slow down after 30 seconds okay in three two one let's go especially because of my prolonged chat there might be an idea just to have that pace at 2k plus 20 just to really get the blood circulating your heart rate up a tiny bit before we then ease off so my heart rate got down to 75 just then a bit low to be starting a cool down so I'm up 110 now and I'm going to start easing off the pace but just because I'm easing off the pace doesn't mean I sacrifice technique and start just flapping about like a dying fish I still want that rhythm still want the hands away past my knees forward rock and then the knees bend to return me to the front and in fact again going back to the form check Fridays the rower that I'm looking at tonight or today when I record it is a great example of that knee bend where at the low stroke rate he's quite good but then at the higher stroke rates the knee bend happens way too soon 
and he kind of goes like this with the handle. The knees go, then the handle has to go over the top. Remember, if you want to be part of Form Check Fridays, just record yourself side on various stroke rates if you wish, or just the one you're most comfortable at. And send it to me. I'll give you an email address in a second. Just, that's the end of my cool down. You don't have to cool down, of course. You can carry on going or clamber off the machine and start doing some stretches. I recommend uh, hamstrings, quads, hip flexors, shoulders, biceps, forearms, if you use them too much. And then some, maybe some supine twists. Anyway, yeah. So if you do want to send a video to me of your rowing for me to look at and point out what's good and what might need some work and give you some examples, then please send it to info at rowalong.com which should be up on screen right now, to be honest. Um, yeah, so that's what to do, really. <laughs> uh, and then I'll load it up. I think I've got five, I've got either four or five in the queue right now to look at, which is fantastic, because that gives me at least a month's worth of, <laughs> after today, at least a month's worth of real people to look at, so I don't have to keep on looking at my own stuff. Now, even when you do send something in, what I'll do is I'll give you a really quick, um, I'll email back and say, right, the things that I'd likely to say are, so that you know, what I'm going to say and also then it gives you an instant bit of feedback and then I'll t make the video so even if you have to wait six weeks for me to make the video I'll have told you what I think the things you might want to improve or what works and stuff so because um, after all as you may have guessed I do like to talk about technique um, but again <laughs> as you may have guessed I'm very much a uh, do as I say not what <laughs> not what I do because my technique's still ropey I've still got that butt scoot going on I think I still over lean at the front I think I maybe still swing my back too soon um Every now and then, I'll st well, most of the time I'll still come into the bunny hands where my elbows are low and my hands are up instead of the difference between a slight flare. If I just put my elbow straight through the side, that goes into the bunny hands. Um, whereas if I have my elbows very slightly out to the side, if I'll turn sideways, very slightly. So you can see the difference between that's me bunny hands. What's that back? And then it's very slight flare out of my elbows then flattens off my wrists I hope yeah flattens off my wrists however I'm not doing this okay this is what, what I talk about so I'm, I've got a little preview monitor that's why I keep on losing eye contact with you um where if you I mean on the water rowers probably do this because of feathering the oar but you don't need to on a rowing machine if you come in and your elbows are out to the side like that then you're putting all the force up into your delts into your forearms and things as well so rather than your lats where if you come through into bunny hands then suddenly it's right in there that kind of really gets hit but you do still use your lats if you come into bunny hands um, but baby bear is in between where you come in slight flare out of the elbows that keeps your wrists flat keeps the power going straight into the machine lets you squeeze your shoulder blades together remember i talk about trying to crush a can between your shoulder blades which you can't really do if you do the, the straight through like that so that's the, you want to have a very slight flare out of the elbows. And that's what I keep on missing on my technique right now is that slight flare out. I don't know why, but I've kind of, I don't know whether it's using gym machines and things that are all about keeping you in that plane rather than actually going out with the, anyway, less of me. You can learn all about this and then form check Fridays. Good grief. What's he on about? I'm giving away the secrets. So, um, oh, crikey, what's going on? This blooming, all oh, right, let's go. The microphone cable's halfway down my right shoulder now. I'll have to work out why that keeps happening. It's this first time it's the past two sessions that start doing this. But you don't care. Tell you what you do care, maybe care about is that it's a Friday night. And obviously, my dinner plans. 
because, well, actually, you don't care because you know what it is for Friday night. Spaghetti bolognese. It's always spaghetti bolognese. I'm at home. It's a Friday night. It's spaghetti bolognese um, with a nice, uh, with the um, 0.0 Guinness. Oh, man, it's so nice. Oh, I mean, there's no, there's actually no need to drink the full leaded Guinness because the non-alcohol version of it tastes exactly the same, has loads less calories and doesn't get you drunk. doesn't turn me into an idiot. So... That's, that's my plans for tonight, anyway, with a nice chopped up big buttered baguette, uh, spaghetti bolognese, baguette, can of low alcohol Guinness, and um, will I have anything for dessert? I might actually, I'll have some nice, uh, this isn't quite as exciting, but some yogurt and raspberries and blueberries with a protein powder stirred into it. <laughs> Listen, I need to, it gives me the energy and whatever I need in order to be able to do these 30 uh, days worth of 30 minute workouts with you, so that's the important part is that I get the energy in there because nutrition is quite important. Otherwise, I'd be, a, I'd be like, oh, I'm so tired, can't do it today. But anyway. Right, I have gone on way too long, so I'm going to stop. Is that okay with you? Good. <laughs> so um, let's just, uh, for the hashtag that I normally throw out, let, let's just, because I went over it again, just say um, intensity pyramid, okay, just in case. I mean, I don't think anyone ever looks at these hashtags and goes, hmm, I wonder what he means by that. I'm going to watch the entire video. But yeah, so if you're going to use a hashtag just to kind of tag this one as to how to let me know you got this far, which well done. <laughs> um, then intensity pyramid is the one to use. So thank you very much for doing this one. Uh, remember, so we're day 19. Day 21 is on Sunday the 21st. Yeah, obviously, duh. Um, nine o'clock in the morning. Um, it's in November 2021. I'm on about so the 21st of November 2021. Nine o'clock in the morning, UK time, is when Fitness Matters run their Erg Race 30 Minutes row, of which I will be uh, rowing and I will be streaming it live to YouTube. So if you want to be part of it, download the Erg Race app onto your phone and connect. Only works with the PM5, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, and I'll maybe see you on Sunday morning. But in the meantime, please look after yourselves. Stay safe, be well. Bye bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.